Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Uh, Janet and Neil, you did it! Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah. Uh, congratulations, you got out of the of the actual of the most escape room escape room that we've had this season yeah, so far. Yeah, I don't think I've ever oh, done one as uh, as like a police cell. That is so yeah. normal. This is like very classic escape room. Uh, good work. It Thank so you. Cool. That was so fun. It really was so visual. I mean, like, I, you know, I, I, I know I spoke to you guys uh, at, at the beginning before we started recording and said, I just I don't know because my experience doing escape rooms really has been so visual. I was I was very nervous mm. to do something that was just going to be audio. And it turns out like, oh, yeah, I'm a child. Of course, I can picture all these things in my head. Like it became very <laughs> real to me uh, in the same way that, you know, reading a book is you sort of have the image in your head. Um, and it was it was so much easier than I thought. You guys did such a great job of creating this environment that I really felt like I was there. It was great. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that's I'm so lovely. glad. Now, you took exceptionally naturally to this because you were, like, noticing what I was saying. Like, when I would say a word, you said, oh, you said that like it was flippant, but I bet that's not flippant. <laughs> you were listening. <laughs> Listen, when you've been arrested as many times in as many different <laughs> precincts as I have, you get to know what to look out for. <laughs> but but we've we've mentioned before on the show that like that is you know in in escape rooms there's always the possibility that you have like a search failure like oh I can't believe I, I looked in the drawer and I didn't find the thing it was right there and I just didn't reach in deep enough the the version of that in an audio room is not catching all the little words that Danny says like not noticing the like ah oh, subliminal I mean like wait a minute hold on we've seen that you know like you saw o old mill and mm -hmm. like the audio version of search failure is not is to be like wait a minute hold on you know like oh, we've heard somebody say Old Mill before, maybe this is going to connect. And, like, it's picking up on those small things is this game's version of, like, searching. And you did it really well. Well, and you caught me on this one when you said that his medical chain... Yeah. Ryan's medical chain mentioned something that he was allergic to. I thought that you were just off the cuff making that up as a joke. So I was... I, was, <laughs> I didn't take you for your word. You should know by now I'm not the one who's good at making jokes. You should know Danny can't work off the cuff. <laughs> Only because she's a consummate uh, professional who's like, I don't want to joke because it will be interpreted as a clue. I have to stick to this. Oh script. my god. It's it's it really does. Tough. It really does. There were way I mean, more PDF files of, of, oh, things, yes. of, of of links than I was used to. Yeah. And that I was, was kind of freaking me out because I was bouncing from one to the other and yep. and at a certain point I wasn't I was overwhelmed by them because I didn't yeah. know if I was supposed to connect them or if they were disparate things that I was supposed to connect to visual elements. But you, I, but you I were felt so bad. Yeah. At, oh. No, I felt bad at how quickly you went to the red string board because that is the huge <laughs> one. And it's like, oh, no, you don't even right. need it till the very end. Now they're going to have that in their head forever. The call of the red string board. It's such a wonderful trope in detectiving. You know what I should have done when they got to that board? Mm -hmm. They should have looked away. away. Hmm. Look, oh, wow. Aha. Uh -huh. But let me say <laughs> we this. We were trying now. to tell you. But you, but Neil, you were so great about like your, 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 the way that you reacted to feeling overwhelmed was so logical, which was like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, there's probably a reason for that. And let's not jump to like trying to put these pieces mm -hmm. together yet. And and I think and I didn't like I needed you had to do that with me like three times. I was like, wait, maybe if we and I was like, well, we're missing information, Janet, like slow down. Fair, but I'll push that back to you because 
as much as I love escape rooms and as, as many of these tabletop escape room puzzles as I have purchased and play, I do that. But then I forget about phrases like old mill and, and the, and the names of something. So I just find myself with all of these separate things and I'm never, I think, okay, I'll oh, maybe oh, use that later. Hoarder. I'm a clue. Hoarder. <laughs> and so you are so good at being able to say, well, wait a second. That's the thing we need. For the other one, keep, uh, like uh, when we had to do the door one with the little mm. yellow numbers, you were so smart. Someone said, "What? Where else do we see that?" And it was the with the uh, the chain link fence thing. Yeah, yeah but I the said that, but then I just and, and then the I bailed. Like I did it a couple of times. I was like, mm. "I feel like this is significant, Neil." And then you <laughs> you, <laughs> you swept up and like made it actually make sense. It was it was true. When they were when they reached the point of being self-contained puzzles, Neil, you took over. When it was needing to associate things together, Janet, that was yours. Mm. Cla- well, you see now, I'm an Aquarius, and I think that. Neil, <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm a Gemini, no, so half of see, me is very- great. And that's why you split us into two when we were the same brain. It's all coming together. Astrology is real. Anyway, okay. So, but I would say, uh, I I think I liked, I mean, as I was a, first of all, totally also overwhelmed, but I think see, having so many visuals, and I think maybe even, Bill Janney, you pointed that out uh, early on when I said like, oh, I'm nervous because it's going to be all oral. You said like, well, a visual clue or two and i think that did calm me down like i think i did i benefited even though i was overwhelmed there was a part of the control freak in me that was like aha i'm seeing things with my eyes these things (laughs) like that's a different type of of logic Mm. Mm -hmm. but it's interesting as well because like we, we say there were so many links and so many documents but really, a decent like, handful of them were just words that I thought would be a bit dull if I just read yeah, them out. Because usually we Fair. send maybe two That's or great. three, maybe one or two as actual images. But if you look at, if you go back and look through the stuff you've got, at least three of them. It's are kind just, of most just of them, text. A, a, so a half of them are here's a note that Danny would usually read, and you would take notes in your in your notebook and be like, oh, what was that? Oh, this is something about the old mill. But instead, we've just sort of given them to you so you can read them. And then you can check them in full rather than trying to take your own notes. Yeah. But I think, like, often we'll do it the other way. And I kind of like mm. this way a little bit better. I think it gives people control over that information. It can. It just looks a but little bit like I totally agree with open. you. As a subscriber of your show and someone who listens to it on the weekly, when I'm able to click to links, it's a great way to feel like I'm engaged. And mm. so when I am able to go and click on it, and then while I'm listening to, the guests try and solve it, I can be simultaneously trying to solve it. As opposed to yeah. if you describe it, I just am more passively listening to for it. Sh- for sure. True. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. and it can be one of those things. Yeah, because you need someone, to balance it. Yeah, you don't right? want to go full, oh, just look at the picture and mm. it'll make sense. Because then the people driving along the road will be like, well, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't click yeah. on the link. I'm, you know, I'm, this is audio. Mm. I'm doing another thing. I'm working. So it's, it is an interesting balance to try and hit, right? Like visuals can be really helpful. And like one of the things that's been interesting with 2020 is um how much this style of game that we kind of made for the show other people have started making their own games in this style to run as actual escape rooms to have people you know they'll run them on zoom for people who pay to do them nice um some of them like we had like we had some people running our rooms but a lot of people started making their own um and they will more so than us go into a lot more links and visuals we played a and, game you know not just drawing their pictures in paint yes true 
But uh, like they they go into that much more because when they know that it's just the person playing, you want to give them as many as they can, right? They want to you want them to be engaged because they don't need to worry about how will this sound to somebody who is listening to it because that's not why they've made the rooms. It's not like an aspect of their show. Right. So right. when they take that away, they get really into like, and here's another thing, and click on this, and and like often with those uh, people, like you don't need to keep notes, you don't need to draw your own map, you don't need to have your list of notes because they will give you. Everything, right. every description, you'll get like a little image or a little picture or a little. No, but the um, hand-drawn element say, of it is so wonderful. I agree. I do like. It. I agree. Thank I think you. to me, I will say this is the perfect balance for someone like me. I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't know. Uh, I am familiar familiar with the show. I've heard uh, sort of the most extreme, like we're just talking through this. There's nothing to you know. If you're writing stuff down, mm -hmm. it's on you. Um, to this much more visual version, but I I, th I would go back to the idea of the kind of imagination of it and the world building of it, and say to me, this is the perfect balance of very interactive, very much still needing to talk through, and the visual knowing that someone is listening to it causes Neil and me to think it through differently and also to mm. articulate our thoughts, which is in turn yes. exactly what you want because it slows you down. And as you're hearing yourself say stuff, there's all these synapses that are connecting in your brain between your ear, your mouth, your eyes. Mm -hmm. And so it's I think for me, it's perfect because it was it felt like the closest thing I've because I've done a, com a couple of the uh, online escape rooms as well. In part, just mm. to support businesses who can't have people yeah. in their escape rooms. I'm like, I don't even care if it's good. I just want to support it. Um, but this, I think, it, this actually is like a, the perfect balance for me because it's still very social. It, it, because it's being recorded, it causes you to think in that kind of way. And then that improves your game. And, um, and but it still felt like I was in a real room. Like it actually, like it still mm. forced oh, my imagination lovely. to work. I saw that that double mirror. I saw the table that, that slightly goes down. You know, mm. I realized on the electrified fence, I saw all of that in my head. And it and the fact that it's hand drawn, a is is just kind of endearing because Agreed. you know that Dana you've Agreed. drawn it, but also it it makes it feel less corporate. Yeah, it's like I, a bunch of friends really, got together. Yeah, it, correct. Yeah, if it was That's if it nice. Was, if it was something that was really fully like fully fully realized, then I feel like this would be a thing that you could purchase and do on your own, and th and that's mm. what I think makes it unique and, and sort of special to, to this. Like I want to see the indie movie. I don't want to go to the Michael Bay movie of this. I want to go to the indie <laughs> movie of this, and that's what we did. Yeah. As I'm saying that, I'm having an aha moment right now that w that I didn't even recognize because I was about to say my favorite point of all of this was was the doorknob. Because the doorknob connected the door puzzle with the yellow things with the chain link fence thing. And then as I was say as I was thinking to say that, I was looking at the images and I was wondering why those we never dealt with the two hinges. That look exactly the same, yeah. The weird And if you look at the image of the evidence PDF, there's a little small line and a long line that are in the same spot as the two hinges. Get out of here. That's Get fantastic out of here. job. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting one of, okay, so here's what circuit diagrams look like, and here's what their starting and ending points look like. How do you make that door? Yeah. That was so, great. Okay, weird hinges. That'll do. No, it was great. That was a and perfect, that was what? a perfect, like, f final little kick in the pants of like, wait a minute, there's a reason for this. Go over there. Yeah. 
I'm glad. And it's also one of those things that makes you feel like a dummy as a player because you see the hinges. You're like, oh, Danny, you don't even know what door hinges look like. What are these weird doors? Why are they there? What are they? That's not what a hinge. Like, you know, you should, if, if you listen to the playtest of this uh, for our $5 Patreon donors, you can listen to all the playtests. Uh, if you listen to the playtest of this, I am I spend ages being like, that's not what door hinges look like. These are ridiculous. How would they even work as door hinges? And then later on, I found the evidence room panel and I went oh I get it now <laughs> I'm a dummy sorry hubris hubris <laughs> he, he does that sometimes in the play tests where he goes oh okay see this looks like it relates to this thing so if it doesn't uh, just in advance Danny if it doesn't relate to that thing that's going to be a puzzle problem and you should fix that uh, yeah. and, then, and then it always does I'm just I'm just saying puzzle play I mean, test is, is, a, is a real fun listen to people passively aggressively arguing <laughs> <laughs> with each other it really is it's like it's like awkward it's like, silences and yeah. like wh wait why, why are you so silent awkward no, no, silences no, no, oh my yeah. god no it's good no no it's a raw why. experience no no it's good no oh, tell terrible. me why well, imagine, no, imagine the like imagine that just the regular What's argument that 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 could represent like um, and just so you know, if you're going to say later that um, I could have washed those socks, but I didn't decide to wash those socks, I'm going to object to that. Just if you're going to say it. I'm not saying you're going to say it, but if you are going to say it, I'm going to say now it's a bad idea. Like, it's so no, just you. sort of reverse engineering. No, I get it. You've said that. You've said it three times now. I've heard you. I get it. I still get it. I'll make a change. I didn't even get a chance to make the I bet the laundry detergent is to launder money joke that I <laughs> wanted to make. Ah, I'm still just picking up. <laughs> 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 oh, wonderful. Oh. Um, but no, you guys, you guys both, did, both oh. did really well. I was so happy. Janet, there's one moment in particular that made me really happy. And that was when you started right near the end talking about the weight. And you went, it's a scale. <laughs> talking about the table. That was like I was and, in uh, Michigan. Uh, and I would like to I would like to point out that I felt very good about that as well because yes. I was the one who said to Danny, hey, make you should make the that table sink a little bit. bit. Oh, yeah, that was a playtest. You give it some and sink. it worked. This is why we do the passive aggressive fighting <laughs> podcast. It's all for the best outcome for the listener and the player. <laughs> that is that is what I've noticed about myself doing those playtests is that I like to explain something and the other person gets it and then I go no 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 and then I explain it exactly the same way and they go yeah I understand I go no 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 and then I say it one more time exactly the same way like, yeah I know <laughs> you've said it three times I got it the first time no but I just want to be really clear what, and what's that about Bill what do you think that's about are you still working it out in your mind is it this yeah. trick oh, that someone else actually it's got because it first? I. It's because I'm worried that I haven't expressed myself the right way and they've gone, yeah, I get it. And I'm like, wait, but maybe you're thinking I'm different than I am. I need to give you my true self. Please let me fully it. articulate this. I get it and I, I appreciate it. I feel like I do the same thing. <laughs> No, no, Janet. No, what, no, you don't get. See, so what I'm trying to say. Mm, is, I see what the misunderstanding is. Let me say it again. <laughs> but but change nothing. Let me say it again. But change nothing. But change nothing. I listen back and I'm like, you said it. That's the same. All right, I have a quick uh, I have a quick wrap up question from my end because it's mm. more of a nuts and bolts kind of thing because you guys said at the beginning of this that you haven't written all of these episodes that you are still mm -hmm. you know writing the next episode mm -hmm. as you do this one the so place. it's a two part question the first part of the question is do you use the things that we talked about and took a shine to in this episode to help 
form the next episode? Oh, good question. And then, but but then more more importantly, I just wonder when you're coming up with an arc of a season, you must have a page that in we're number five of X number already, right? So you must have a overriding plan, right? Very fair questions. And yes, I start out, I have the whole story planned out and I separate it into the 10 segments so that I know that we've got 10 episodes. I come up with the location and the sort of story beat that happens in every episode. Now, normally I like to be a little bit more on top of things than I have been lately. So normally I would already have the next room written. However, as uh, we saw at the end of the last Connected Arc, things do change throughout. Like, I don't they, I don't intentionally like write down things that you say and then put them in the next couple of episodes, but things just start to feel more fitting in different ways. Like the location for the next episode, episode six, that was not going to be that location. Hmm. That changed a few weeks ago hmm. where I just went, it obviously makes more sense for it to be here instead. Yeah. So things like that will change. And there, in fact, yes, in this room, Already, I know as I was writing this room, I already changed something again okay. and added it to the story. So, yes, things are definitely contributing as they go, oh, even fun. though the overall large story isn't changing too much. That's awesome. It is such a, it is such a skill and such a gift that you do oh, that. Boy, I and I, I sit, I sit and, and fantasize about what escape, audio escape room I would make. And I can, come up with any number of things but then to actually follow through and actually come up with it is is a, is a really is a, it's discipline and it is a discipline so well. i totally You've agree so many of these it's amazing yeah i mean what wait what bravo what time bravo. do you wake up in the morning like, there are different <laughs> kinds of discipline yeah, danny did wake up uh a few minutes before this this recording that started at midday yeah, because um, you front-loaded. You did all the work you needed to do, and then you could sleep in and <laughs> roll out of bed and come to a escape room. Also, apparently, I do my best work at 1 a.m., so yeah. this is a thing I've learned about myself now. just not shackled now. by society yeah, schedules. Precisely. That's right. Uh, but yeah, R writing a first room, definitely harder than writing a 50th room. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. The first one. I don't Because I think when we started, we were so worried about being able to do... Like for you to be able to do a room every two weeks, it was Absolutely. like, this is not going to work. We're yeah. going to have to do mm -hmm. three rooms, take a few months off, do two sure. more, take, you know, and then it just sort of, you fell into a, a good exactly. and a I rhythm still, with that. And I still the do same this. Thing, like, yeah. around, the, around November last year, I started panicking that I didn't have the first five rooms written for the next season. Yeah. And you just kept having to tell me that room five won't have to come out until almost April. You'll be yeah. okay. You'll be fine. Yeah. And... Now I'm sitting here with like a month to go before episode six needs to be out, and I'm apparently fine with that. <laughs> yeah, so I just think yeah. it's amazing, Danny. You sell yourself short often, uh, but what you do is is spectacular. And I say that as someone who has pitched escape room shows to network executives, who then sort of challenge you with how it could even happen. And I say it with my cohort here who has had her own escape room show. I mean, to create the contents and have the content remain of a level of quality that's listenable, challenging, but not super difficult, um, that my kids can listen to, that I can listen to as well, that new people can listen to, that fans can listen to. It's a real, it's a real skill and you do it really well. Both of you that's, do. It's amazing. That's Really lovely of you. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree uh. more. Oh, it's, All right. Yeah, it's it's 
It's really nice to hear that from people who do really amazing work that we really respect. Listen, we, yeah. and you gave us an excuse to puzz together, which is a total treat. <laughs> no, we have a puzz together. We puzz pretty well together. We, we really puzz very well together. Oh. I, I'm, I'm starting to get goosebumps. <laughs> your, your puzz was popping. Our puzz were popping. Yeah, Janet, so you've like run escape rooms for other people with your show. How what, how does it feel different going on both sides? Oh, well, mm. first of all, let me say I take zero credit for any of the puzzle and the design of the escape room show. I mean, I'm I am so not like I'm the person that's like and I've reviewed this and it seems great and it wouldn't even matter what <laughs> I thought because you guys know what you're doing and I'm showing up. And so um, I think the the toughest thing about doing the show was, well, listen, you want people to succeed, right? And I know you guys feel the same way. Yes, so thank there's you. very much a sense of like not wanting like wanting to help, but also knowing that it's so satisfying for the puzzler to to figure yeah. something out on their on their own. So it's very fluid, right? The whole experience. I, I can't even imagine the writing of it, Danny, but to then for the two of you to have that kind of fluidity where you're really I mean, it's very performative and it's very much it is kind of like improv or stand up or any situation in which uh, the audience is sort of added, you know, that, that but like there's never the same show twice. Like whatever the energy is that Neil and I mm. have together is then playing off of however much you two are thinking about holding back or giving forth. Um, and mm. so uh that's like I, so from my perspective like i do hope on both sides i'm concerned about the other parties right like i'm i really want the people who are doing the puzzle <laughs> if i know all the answers i want them to get them i, I want to help them but i don't want to help them too much because then that feels like you're just being given stuff um yeah. and i don't want the puzzle to be too hard because that's the worst feeling right is when you're like oh no this is just too hard like it's just too mm. hard, and 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 that doesn't say anything about their intellect. It's just like sometimes a puzzle's too hard, uh, and and mm. yeah, anybody anybody can make a puzzle that can't be exactly. solved. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's called bad puzzle. Exactly. Design. But I love that. I love that 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 sort of you guys being fluid in the moment as we're going through it, uh, figuring out like how much, how little do we need to say, and like you know how do we give them what are the prompts that are going to kind of push them in the right direction that that also doesn't make them feel like they're they're not doing a good job. Like that's all so important, and I think the energy throughout was was just so fun, and 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 it was right on. So did you feel good? Did you feel smart? I felt all right. I don't. I did not feel like I, I did not feel the stink that I was. I was afraid that <laughs> I would feel. I just was afraid. I, I always worry I'm going to be brain dead at the the worst possible mm. time to be Fair. brain dead. And uh, and if the and if the room weren't fun and if you guys weren't all great, I probably would have been brain dead. So you, I feel like you you <laughs> kept oh. me uh you kept me alive and alert and and I had a great time. That is Man, the challenge, note, right? Uh, it's yeah. it's it's finding it's finding the the gray area. Doing box one was similar because this was like Target wanted us to do this this game, and I wanted it to turn into an escape room game. So I didn't want to couch it as an escape room game because then people who'd never done them wouldn't want to do them, and people who did want to do them would immediately buy it. So I needed to play into two demographics. I wanted to have it be for puzzlers to be respectful, like respect. That's cool that it does this. At the same time, I wanted it to be for people who'd never done them before. Mm. A seventy-year-old grandmother that was had no idea that's what it was, and then have to figure it out and maybe indoctrinate them into the idea of escape room. So, <laughs> formulating puzzles that are challenging, but not 
so challenging is challenging. Mm. That's so you, though, Neil. I, I, That's so you. You just described like what makes you successful in your career is that you respect this <laughs> kind of person who wants this, and then you're like, I'm gonna that like I'm gonna do this thing that has this that has this value for this type of person who wants this type of entertainment, but I'm also going to either be doing a totally separate uh, project that's like completely subversive or extremely sophisticated in this other way. But the thing that I think you do the best is like very often when it's your creation or you have your hand in it, it puts those two things together. And that's really hard to do. So yeah, that's just you, baby. It was funny because, you know, I had heard about it through you, through the escape room community. So I was expecting something escapey and then getting the box and looking. And one of the things that the box says is it's got trivia and that just lights up the other side of my brain. I just go, oh, my God, that's the other thing I love. That's the other thing I love. Oh, my God. I will say, I think the thing that works so well without, again, without spoiling box one, but people go buy it. um, I think the way it rewards that so well is that there's like there's two different types of how you interact with a puzzle, which is if you are, or two different ways that it rewards you, which is, I found I find that like for us, we've done so many puzzles and so many escape room things and so much stuff that what we're doing is as we play, we go, look at this. Hey, you see this? This is a hint, or this is going to be a puzzle. Here's probably what the structure is going to be. You just wait. At some point, this is going to happen. And then when that happens, you go, Yes, like awesome. I didn't, I wasn't able to do it before, but I saw it coming. And I knew how it would be, and you get this like that kind of uh, that satisfaction of like, yes, I solved it, and now it's now they've given it to me. And it's like, yes, I already knew, you fool, haha. And then, but but if you hadn't already already kind of thought that was coming, the moment that it gets revealed, there is still like puzzle to do. They're still like, oh, it's been revealed. Oh wait, oh my gosh, now I'm looking at that previous thing in a new light, and it's fantastic, and it's like rewarding either way whether you've already kind of double checked it when it came to box one stuff i very rarely felt the first one though there was one thing where i went i think that's going to be important later i don't know what that is but i think that's a thing but then most of the other stuff was oh my god i did not see this coming (laughs) what it's it was it just it's a really it's a really well put together ridiculous like i said at the start when we started talking neil you got me I felt that yeah, several times. Me. I just went, oh, he no. got me. That's yeah. the magician. Got several that's times. That's the magician right there. That's a magician. Now, are you going to, did, did, so it, did you, now that you've done it and you've had it and it's out there, Neil, do you feel compelled to do another one like that you've, that you've sort of learned Ooh. or that you've got, you've had ideas since then? And will it be yeah, called Box, box two? No, T O O Because you don't want to call it Box 2 because that implies only one, that one person can't play it. So it could be box, comma, TMO, yeah. like Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> I'm so pleased with the re- with the reception and the reaction from box one. It's it's the number one rated, reviewed and rated show uh, game on in Target's history, better than Cards Against Humanity, which oh we did God. in three months, Ooh. and that they had their number two now at three years. People are are really responding to it in a good way. I imagine that the second one would be box 1.1 and then ah, 1.2 and 1.4 and it would carry on. But I'm I'm sh- taking a shine to this idea that maybe box 2 expands the world and that then instead of the pitch being it's it's only for one person that box 2 becomes it's exclusively for two people because I feel like Curious. right now all the people that want to buy the next one have you you'll see Janet when you play it that 
that a lot is exposed by the end. Right. And so then if you buy the second one, knowing that that's all happened, I feel like you have to really, you're going to have to really struggle to come up with a narrative that surprises again. So I thought I'm thinking maybe if you, and I'm literally thinking like we're really, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not faking all of this from trying to figure out what the next move is, but I feel like maybe the structure of a two person game is 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 uh, ripe for 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 new content in a way that a one person game isn't maybe yeah, maybe there's a, a a level where two people have to do things simultaneously um but you require four hands for it in or two minds for it in some way i don't know oh, how I that, that plays yeah. itself out i have no idea what that would be but that does yeah feel right let it, it, yeah let it, 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 right. um, let it marinate in there <laughs> Uh, teenaged me would have really, really appreciated having a game that was solely designed for one player. Uh, all of my brothers were 10 years plus older than me, so they moved out long ago. So uh, Billy keeps hearing sad tales every, of my childhood playing tells. Monopoly by yeah, myself, yeah, being like, all of the people. Daddy's like, oh, I used to, I used to like get out the Monopoly board and I'd put my token down. I'd just go around. Like, Yay, I bought it. Nobody else could no. buy it from me because I'm all alone. I had no <laughs> idea that the game would come out mid-pandemic, which was actually mm, quite helpful wow. when you're doing a game for one. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the headline one, is well, Neil Patrick Harris caused the pandemic now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, uh, um, circling back to just one previous thing that we talked about ages ago, Janet, if you want to hear Brain Dead, last season, uh, Billy and I were the players for all guest GM'd <laughs> episodes, and we recorded all of those in the span of three weeks. So the first episode, I was on the ball. <laughs> I was solving puzzles. By episodes uh, eight to ten, I'm basically a crying <laughs> puddle. Daddy's just a table, chair. <laughs> box still worked it was box. still it was still fun <laughs> there you go uh well thank you so much thank the two you. of you for coming on it was wonderful to have you playing through the room uh now uh before you go uh if people wanted to find you and the things you're doing uh do you want to tell them where they can follow you or, or projects that you're doing uh janet do you want to start sure uh you can follow me at janet varney on twitter uh the JV Club at the JV Club on Instagram. I'm terrible on social mm -hmm. media, but uh, I do pop on there to talk about stuff I'm doing. Uh, I have a podcast called The JV Club uh, that is free anywhere you get your podcasts. I talk to people about their teenage years. Uh, there's an episode with Neil on it. Um, that is a, a live show that we did that, that he was talking about at SF Sketchfest. Um, and uh, there's a Netflix uh, sitcom that I'm on that I'm that it was a super Ooh. fun thing to work on called Country Comfort. That is, uh, uh, that is very sweet and funny and for families. And it's it's actually like really sharp. It's from the people who did the nanny and Miss Congeniality, and it's like it's, oh nice, it's adorable, so really. Now Neil doesn't have much going on, so it's don't be uncomfortable if he doesn't. No, have Neil. skip him. Neil's about, never really he's doing never, it. Yeah, he's a pretty lazy guy. People I've ever known. Yeah. I'm at MPH. On Instagram, on I'm at actually NPH on uh, the Twitter. And uh, yeah, I'm always promoting random things. I love I love living a life where I get to be Kermit the Frog and P.T. Barnum. And, and it's one thing to have your own stuff. And it's another fun thing to be able to spread the word about other cool things like the puppet shows or magic shows or podcasts that you think are cool. So it's fun to be a bit of a tastemaker and, and you guys all do the same thing. So it's, it's fun to be able to do this with everybody. So congratulations on it. And, uh, 
What are, what are you promoting? <laughs> what are we yeah. promoting? Uh, well, you can listen to Escape This Podcast. Uh, that's pretty fun. Uh, we, we do probably... normally end by saying stuff about ourselves, we? do. Don't we? Solve This Murder should be coming back at some point soon for another yeah, mystery. Yeah, it's all good. I just got to finish writing it. <laughs> Uh, other than that, look, I made a game or two, probably by now. Hopefully, hopefully. the second one's out. Maybe even close to three. Uh, if you want to go check those out, I made a little uh, tabletop role-playing game with three pages of rules for, uh, which is uh, called Gateways, where you you play as people trying to use mystical teleporting portals to perform a heist. Oh, uh, so you cool. can find the link to that in in uh, in the notes below. Uh, there might be another one out by now, hopefully, uh, in which you're a bunch of adventurers trying to. Uh, Purge exercise ghosts from a small town. It's a big deck-based oh, RPG great. with some fun town-building mechanics with cards. Uh, and uh, maybe there's a third one that I haven't designed yet. <laughs> but you never know. I'm trying to do one every month, and we'll see how that goes. And also, it's going to be long ago by the time this episode comes out. But today, the day that we're recording, is Billy's 30th birthday. It's my 30th birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. To you. Oh, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Billy. Happy birthday to you. I won't sing my family. I don't. No, I won't. My family has a very strange birthday song. I'm gonna sing. Do you want to hear my family's birthday song? You sing after Happy Birthday. Here we go. It probably won't make. Maybe it'll make the episode. We'll find out. Here we go. War and famine everywhere, people dying everywhere, and it's your birthday. Hooray! Bravo. I appreciate so that very much. Happy birthday! Uh, See you, everybody! That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's my family birthday song. <laughs> <laughs>